You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for the final day of the trading week, so it's time for the opening. And with me this morning is Nick Kunzer from Sandnam Private Wealth. And I look at my S&P screen, as I do these days, rather than oil. And my goodness, it's on a charge again. It's, uh, what is it? 3141 at the moment, up 1%. And this is, uh, this is the overnight trade. We haven't talked about what happened yesterday, but the overnight trade. What's happened? Is it a new vaccine? Is it uh, reduction of tensions between the US and China? What's the reason? Lindsay, good morning. You know, as, as with usual, finding sort of answers for some of these individual moves in stocks and asset classes these days is difficult. In fact, uh, I think I was getting my, my sort of uh, colleagues were getting bored of me sort of reading up these numbers that we've had on the JSC, you know, up 30%, down 30%. And, of course, my commenters have no idea why. And I actually ran a note this morning and I actually sort of cut and pasted it. And I said, it's not just me, everyone. Just listen to this. And this is from Roy Monroyter's newsletter. They said, yes. U.S. listed shares of China-based uh, Lucking Coffee yes. surged 57% yesterday and no reason why. That's quoted from my Reuters feed. So no apparent news. So it's not just us that are seeing these wild swings. It's all over the world. These ridiculous. I mean, American Airlines yesterday up 41% on the day after they said, and I quote this, they might boost capacity. Stock ran 41%. Mm. So that's kind of where we are at the moment. So let's put in the theme of today. So, yes, uh, I guess animal spirits this morning on this Friday alive and well. Of course, it is Jobs Friday for those traders out there. You know, the U.S. jobless numbers. We are looking for an eye-watering number. Uh, so there's quite a bit still to come. But for now, rose-tinted glasses on a Friday morning. Uh, Friday morning it looks rather rosy. Yeah, I just saw that Adidas has put out a statement in the last 24 hours as well, saying that they're, they're, they're bounced back in economic activity. In other words, how many shoes they sell, overpriced <laughs> shoes that they sell, has, has recovered far quicker in China than they, they'd expected. But on the other hand, I still say if you were selling 100 or if you were serving 100 people in a, in a restaurant three months ago, you're only going to be serving uh, 30 to 35 or selling 30 to 35 today because of various reasons. Um, so I don't know whether the, the, the upside is a little bit overdone. I mean, we're, not, we're clearly not going to go back to the lows again, not unless there's some catastrophic event that has as yet not revealed itself. But it does seem a little bit uh, like... 33, let's call it 3,400 was the high on the S&P, and let's say that it's 3,150 now. It's only 250 mm. points away from an all-time high again. No, it is. And in fact, I can give you the stats. I mean, yesterday, the NASDAQ, is, uh, there's the NASDAQ we all follow, and there's also the NASDAQ 100 index. Uh, that NASDAQ index actually broke out a fresh all-time intraday high yesterday, 9,741. Cracky. which surpassed the, the, the high that it had in sort of the middle of Fed. So, I mean, some of these moves are actually quite extraordinary. And as you said, some of the major sort of benchmarks are only a couple of percent away from an all-time high. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's difficult to get a grasp of it. I mean, I've seen some quite sort of good research on, on and we spoke about this yesterday, on, on the sort of expansion of the, of the different central banks' balance sheets. You know, ECB yes. yesterday, the latest coming out with this monster stimulus package, has 400, 600, what was it, 600 billion euros, I think, that it was. I'm losing track of all these billions. Uh, the Fed are obviously around about 6 trillion now. We're losing count there. Uh, and you can actually overlay a graph of some of these risky assets against the balance sheets, and it's almost tick for tick. So, I mean, a lot of it is to do with that. And um, 
I guess, you know, once again, that the, the sort of central bank is going to gain in town. But I, I agree with you, Lindsay. I think we there's a lot of there's a lot of hope and optimism built into this into some of these asset prices that we might return maybe to normal, but I don't think we're going to return anywhere near normal. Um, no. But yeah, I mean, what can you what can you do? You know, you take it in your stride, and it's a good good Friday morning for now. Yes, maybe some quite big data later. Human beings are very resourceful mammals. Maybe we won't go back to the old normal, and maybe the old normal was a very inefficient old mm. normal, and maybe now the new normal is something to be embraced by the markets, and the markets clearly are embracing it. Let's start with some really good news this morning, because the South African rand, having traded in the 1930s, in other words, one US dollar by 19.34 US dollars, just a couple of months ago, one dollar only by 16.74 rand at the moment, which is, okay, it's still very weak historically, but goodness me, that's a great move. Um, it's coming up to... You know, it was 250 basis points, more actually, that, it, that it's rallied. Well done. And well done to the Reserve Bank for managing this situation. The British pound against the rand is 21.23. The euro rand is um, yeah, 19.02. That was 20.60, at one point. Uh, the euro dollar, yeah, you see, again, this is, this is the one. Finally, the, the, the doomsayers and the naysayers of the US dollar that say it's going to collapse because of the extra liquidity, they're finally, very gradually, every single day being pre- Proved right. It's down a quarter of a percent, the dollar that is. 113.60. So from 108 to 113.60, that's pretty big. Um, last night in the United States, the Dow Jones was up very slightly. The SP was down slightly. The NASDAQ was down 0.7%. But this morning, as we've said, the SP has rallied by around about 1% for whatever reason. Um, maybe book squaring ahead of the jobs numbers. The gold price, um, despite the weaker dollar, just can't get going. It's 1710 down a quarter of a percent. The platinum price is flat at um, $8.43 an ounce. And Brent crude oil, um, let me just put that up while you tell me what palladium is, please, Nick. So palladium is currently uh, down, uh, up 0.4% at $7.1950. It's also seeming to battle to get above this 2000 level again. And Brent crude oil is at a new recent high at $40.65 per barrel, at one and two-thirds percent. And West Texas Intermediate crude is $37.85 or 1.2% to the good. So oil liking it as well. Every single market that I've seen so far is doing well except for the gold price, which I'm sure will, will change at some stage. Uh, what about stock exchange news service? What did, you, what did you focus on in your meeting? I like your meetings because you're quite diligent with them. It seems to me mm. you've got quite a lot of, of brainy people either listening or contributing to it yeah we're trying to and funny enough it's actually the, the comments where it's interesting you talk about maybe a changing world i mean we're we are certainly not going to back the way we were we would be sort of all sitting in a boardroom and we'd all have like you know six different branches of sunnam or darlin uh we're getting almost 90 people on a morning meeting on zoom and it actually it's working really well i think the comments have been also think it's, it's also it's not that intimidating you know in these, in these Virtual meetings, you can sort of put a little question forward on the chat room and get read out. So it almost gives everyone a voice. You know, we're embracing it. So that voice is this morning. We're mainly, mainly discussing the jobless numbers this afternoon and, and the idea of, of emerging markets. We had a presentation this morning from a local emerging market fund um, who were sort of lax, sort of waxing lyrical about um, – how much this weaker dollar is really helping some of the assets they're looking at. Yes. So, you know, maybe, just maybe we're seeing a little bit of, a, bit of a helping hand. I mean, our, as you said, our SARP have done a great job with, 
with maintaining uh, sort of the rand and the flows of the, of the, uh, the bonds, etc. But uh, just maybe this weaker dollar that we've been talking about, that we're seeing currently now, uh, play out is not not it's actually not a, it's really not a bad spot for emerging markets. So maybe it's a little bit of the answer to why we're running so hard, why the US is running. I'm not sure, but uh, maybe that gives that answer. So yeah, that was more the conversation this morning, Lindsay. The the sort of the positive sort of tailwinds that emerging markets will get from this weaker dollar. Yeah, it's been a good week, and in fact, it's been a good. Um what is it, six, seven weeks of bullishness since the low on March the 23rd on various measures. I think it was, yeah, the 23rd, but it has just been solid since then. But this week, really, the, the bulls have been in charge and in charge with a vengeance. Been charged with vengeance. And I think, you know, it, everyone's sort of moaning about how toppy the US market looks and, and it, it's run higher by a few fang shares. I think if we look back this week, and I, we can do that this, this evening, and, and we see some of the big moves that happened this week, yeah. it, all of a sudden it was almost a little bit more broad-based, more realistic. You know, we had um, almost the beaten down shares, uh, airline stocks, hospitality shares offshore, even locally at home, some of the SA Inc. shares have bounced back quite significantly this week. Um, for me, that might be a little bit of a validation that the bears might have to just sit back for a little bit for now because the, the rally seems a bit more broad-based. And then other asset classes we look at. So if you look at things like uh, iron ore, for example, um, you know that is obviously a key ingredient in, in growth and, 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 and rolling steel, etc. You know, that's up, I think it's the best week in about a year this week um, in the Far East where it trades. So little things like that, you know, where you look at and you think, well, maybe just maybe there's a bit of legs more on this. Um, and we seem to be getting more guidance out of you, uh, out of, um, out of Asia, uh, and almost America as much as the, the the scenes we're seeing flashed across the screens every day this week. All of a sudden, more impetus put on the likes of Europe. So what's happening in Europe? Maybe turning around. Maybe a bit of people looking for bargains in Euroland. I mean, David spoke about it yesterday. Yes. Um, and you see what the euro has done this week. So. I don't know. I mean, as much as it's difficult to look at the S&P, as you said, almost back at an all-time high, given the unbelievable sort of four months we've had, um, it does seem to be sort of almost like the real money is still coming in and, and spreading. Not just not, It's not just a story about uh, Facebook, Microsoft and Amazon. Mm. Um, it's a far broader base, for now anyway. I can feel textbooks being written right now about uh – it's just going to be called 2020 Vision or someone. Someone's going to come out with with, <laughs> with, 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 with a book and go back and say, this is a, the de- definitive guide to an extraordinary moment in history. I can, mm. I can, people are frantically scribbling as we speak. Or at least a Netflix series anyway. Something like that. Yeah. Starring Nick Kunza, David Shapiro and Lindsay Williams. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I wonder who would play you. Altron up 6.1% this morning. Sassel up uh, nearly 6%. To, uh, can you believe this? 136 mm. rand a share. Get in there, son. Uh, Hammerson up five and two thirds percent. Telcom up four and three quarters percent. And Royal Bafeking Platinum up 4.6 percent. Uh, sorry, yeah, 4.6 percent. On the downside, AECI down 4.1. Textainer down three and a third. Shoprite down 2.8 percent. Mass, the property company, uh, down 2%, and Life Healthcare down 1.8%. Outside of that, the smaller or medium caps, what are they up to? Yeah, also playing a funny game. So Hospitality Property Fund, uh, currently up 17%, 3.50. I'm just bringing it up on my screen because some of these property shares have definitely been sort of where the fun and games has been this week. So if I look at Hospitality Property Fund, 
That started, uh, where are we now? So that started the week at 2 Rand 60, and it's currently trading at 3 Rand 50. So that's a decent 30% move since Monday morning. Um, and also, funny enough, also, I think maybe tying in with this earlier conversation about being a little bit more broad based. I mean, NANPAC, which is one of the forgotten sort of shares in SA, that's up 7% today. Um, Imperial Logistics, you know, real SA Inc. play, up 6%. Um, Marion Roberts, you know, uh, that, I mean, you wouldn't buy Marion Roberts unless you thought there's a little bit of possibilities of turning around South Africa. That stock up five and a quarter percent. So maybe seeing, as we've seen elsewhere offshore, a little bit of a broad-based buying coming into the SMR Petuna. So Very good. Watch this space. Hmm. Yes, watch this space. And watch the space now because after 55 minutes of trading, what are the JSE indices doing, please, Nick? So after 55 minutes of trading, we have the JSE all share up another percent. So a nice finish to the week so far. Uh, 53,809, up 600 points. The top 40 is up 1.17%, uh, 570 points firmer. And looking individually at the different indices, energy shares, it's obviously led by likes of Cecil, that index up 3%, industrials up 2.5%, consumer cyclicals also having a good day at 2%, telecommunications up 2 financials also up by 1.5%. And the only lag we have today is actually healthcare, which is down a quarter and that's probably Aspen also being down a quarter percent. Otherwise, quite a decent open on this ride. Very nice indeed. Good, solid stuff. Nick, thank you very much for your time this morning. That was the opening with Nick Kunza from Sun and Private Wealth, and we'll be back together for the 5 o'clock shadow after the U.S. jobs numbers, which come out at 2.30 today, so it's going to be an interesting afternoon. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.